DJ Matt Werner, he brought the hyphy to Scotland. Now he's bringing you MC Lars. Where you been, Lars? Where you been? Where you been, Lars? Where you been? I've been touring everywhere just to bring this world joy on the three-year-long mission just to merge and destroy. I've been to Sydney, been to Dublin, been to Tokyo, we're back. Still rocking Capcom hoodies in that dirty ace cap. I'm still reppin' Northern Cali, hella nonconformist. I took with gym class heroes and then they got ginormous. I've drawn a lot of comics and I've rocked a lot of shows. I saw Nerdcore come, I saw Nerdcore go. I did a track with MC Chris, though I kinda wish I knew. He'd be like, I want three grand for that verse, or I'll sue. True? I opened for T-Pain, he had zero production. He made my drummer move his drums, gave his stage manager instructions. I DJ Johnny Phillips wedding Gerard Wade was there I'm like, we have the same booking agent He's like, ask me if I care I met Weird Al and I met Flavor Flav I met DMC but the photo wouldn't save I'm like, camera phones suck He's like, I know they're really tricky He didn't actually say that But if he had, it would have been good for comedy purposes CPs, y'all <laughs> CPs Alright Hi, this is DJ Matt Warner. You're listening to the DJ Matt Warner Show here on Fresh Air, The Alternative. Today, we're broadcasting over from the Cat House in Glasgow, and I have MC Lars with us, the Oakland hip-hop post-punk laptop phenom here with us. The day is April 15, 2009, and MC Lars, please uh, tell us a little bit about you and your style. Uh, my name's MC Lars, and... Um... I make hip-hop music with my computer. I, I used to play in punk bands, so I have that rock influence. And um, I'm on tour in the UK right now, and tonight we're playing with uh, another California band, the Aquabats. And uh, I just put a new record, and um, I've been doing this about six years now. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, yeah, and we're both from the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, East Bay, uh, representing the A's. He has his A's starter cap with him. And so to start off, the first track we're going to play tonight is Guitar Hero Hero. It's a really fascinating song because it talks about... I, w what I took from it is, because I'm an English master's student at the University of Edinburgh, it sort of talks a little bit about what Jean Baudrillard was talking about with his notion of hyper-reality, where because people are good at this Guitar Hero game, they think that they're an amazing guitarist. And also you said, well, because you're good at SimCity, like, could you be mayor? Right. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it's very quite funny. There's a lot of, like, you know, irony in it. And I was wondering if you could just introduce the track a bit, and then we'll play it for the radio audience. Uh, this song is called Guitar Hero Hero, and I recorded it with Perry Grip from Nerf Herder and Paul Gilbert from a band called Mr. Big. And Paul Gilbert is a um, technical guitarist who's really famous with, um, like, the guitar center, like, people who are all about metal shredding and, like, who are just obsessed with, like, the technical part of guitar playing. And so this song is a commentary on how, like you talked about, kids who play guitar here all the time will never really become great musicians because it's more—it's just a rhythm game. It's not like a music game. So this song's about that, and it's about how video games can take you away from reality. So this is Guitar Hero Hero by MC Lars here on Fresh Air, The Alternative.
the hall of the fifth grader swoon Autograph line every day in homeroom On the playground all the kids like to point and whisper Check out his callus, guitar button blisters I'm a fourth grade celebrity plus an axe on my back and a dragon horse team My teachers know that I'm the man, a walking, talking, ten-year-old brand Pepsi offer me veggies to drink so be exclusively Guitar hero, it's my song, flip the switch and then it's on This is Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. And when I'm in one of my 15 Hummers, I make sure to always be tuned in to the DJ Matt Werner show only on Fresh Air The Alternative. Hi, this is DJ Matt Werner. You're listening to Fresh Air The Alternative. I'm here with MC Lars live in the studio. 
And you were just listening to Guitar Hero Hero. And uh, the next track I'm going to play is called Download This Song. Uh, and in this, uh, you talk about sort of the new artist model about file transfer and how uh, some record execs are still stuck in 1992, just like how they market their songs and how they do their publicity. And uh, just when I spoke with uh, Talib Kweli in a recent interview, um, he, yeah, he, he talked a bit about this as well with just um, sort of getting into the, the web 2.0 era where not even, you know, MySpace, but how, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out, well, what is like the new wave of marketing? And uh, like Dalek Brathwaite, uh, who I interviewed, he releases his mixtapes for free uh, just to sort of build up momentum and hype before, you know, the big albums. And uh, curious as to like what your thoughts are on sort of where the music industry is going, like which directions and then in the end then we can play the song um download the song is based on a book by a berkeley school music professor named david cusack and in that book he argues that um the idea that the new media economics dictate that music is like water so instead of as i say in the song paying for it as a product per drop you pay for it as a service and so for me um i'm all about people downloading my music for free off BitTorrent because it, it just helps with promoting my name and my music. But I hope that people then come to my shows and buy like t-shirts and other merchandise, you know? So it's like um, the new media economics have dictated that the, the, the whole concept of music as something you consume is something different, you know? So it's like download this song is like my admission that I advocate people stealing my music and when I show up in like Des Moines, Iowa or you know Glasgow I hope that people in these faraway cities know my songs and because of downloading you know I don't have distribution everywhere um, because it's very expensive and all the CD stores are closing I am a big advocate of it so that's what this song's about mm -hmm. yeah and also uh, this uh, interview will, will also be able to be found on my website mattswriting.com and also through uh, iTunes through a podcast as well, so it'll be uh, free to, to listen, and perhaps people are listening to that now. So uh, this is Download This Song by MC Lars here on Fresh Air The Alternative. Major record labels, why are you trying to hurt us? Fix up in my face like Don't steal our songs, Lars Well, Sony sells the burners that are burning CDRs So Warner, EMI, hear me clearly Universal Music, I take your circuitry They see little kids downloading hit songs They think that makes sense when well, they know that it's wrong Hey, Mr. Record Man, the joke's on you Running your label like it was 1992 Hey, Mr. Record Man, your system can't compete It's the new artist model, file transfer You don't need a million dollars to 
launch a career. If your style is unique and you practice what you preach, mind a threat and jello about the things to teach. I've got G5 production, content videos, touring with a laptop, rocking pack shows. The old school major deal, it makes no sense. Indentured servitude, the costs are too immense. The fingers in the dam, but the crack keeps on growing. Can't stop all the water when it's freely flowing. Record sales slipping down 8%. Increased download sales, you can't prevent. Satellite radio and video games change the terrain, it will never be the same. Did you know in 10 years labels won't exist? Goodbye DVDs and compact discs. Hey, Mr. Record Man, what's wrong with you? Still living off your catalog from 1982. Hey, Mr. Record Man, your system can't compete. It's the new artist model. File transfer. charged us for music for years and now we're just trying to find a fair balance i hate to say it but welcome to the future former president of the United States, George W. Bush. And even though he's part of the liberal media, I make sure to tune in every week to the DJ Matt Warner Show, only on Fresh Air, the alternative. <laughs> Hi, this is DJ Matt Warner. You're listening to Fresh Air, the alternative. You're just listening to Download This Song by MC Lars. So the next track we're going to play is Hot Topic is Not Punk Rock. And part of your style seems to be genre-bending. Uh, where you label yourself a post-punk laptop rapper. And part of it, just being from Oakland, one thing I've seen is that, like with me growing up, uh, hip-hop and rock weren't necessarily separate genres. Because in a city like Oakland, I mean, they're separate neighborhoods, but not too far from each other. You had Green Day coming up, and you also had, you know, Too Short and various rappers. Mm. And so often, growing up, I'd go to shows where it would be hip-hop and rock kind of fused together. And also, uh, you know, in a place like Long Beach, a little bit further south in California, you know, it produced both Snoop Dogg and Sublime. And so I thought sort of like your style, punk, hip-hop, it's sort of a, a fusion of the two. And wondering what your thoughts are on that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I grew up, I played guitar in punk bands, and um, to me the energy and the DIY ethics of punk and hip-hop are essentially the same thing, you know. It's hip-hop, the four elements of emceeing, Graffiti art, breakdancing, and DJing are very basic, and and punk rock is about learning the three chords and just give, having energy and having drive to promote your music. And so um, I think that's interesting. Like areas where, like in New York and Oakland and LA, where people come together, you have that fusion of music, like with Cypress Hill doing rock records and 
you know, like all the rap rock stuff and then guys like Kanye West sampling Daft Punk and stuff like that. And so I think just hip hop is becoming increasingly cross genre and, um, and that's part of my style. And this song, which I did with your friends from Oakland, The Matches, is um, an example of that because I'm a rapper, but I, I did this hardcore punk song with them. <laughs> so. Yeah. So it's awesome, yeah. And you can hear a little bit of the sound check in the background that's going on for uh, tonight's show later tonight at the Cat House. So this is Hot Topic Is Not Punk Rock by MC Lars. <laughs> MC Lars is more punk than you. Exclusive interview with Oakland's only MC Lars. Hi, this is DJ Matt Werner. You're listening to Fresh Air The Alternative. We have MC Lars with us at the Cat House live in Glasgow. And you were just listening to Hot Topic Is Not Punk Rock. And so the next track we're going to play is called Hipster Girl. And you have some really funny lines in this. Uh, One is uh, like this girl knows all the indie bands uh, you never heard and reads books no one has read. Uh, and you also reference Williamsburg, Brooklyn. And uh, now I've been to this place, and I was shocked. It out-hipsters even the Mission District. It's <laughs> like when I went to uh, Santa Cruz um, many years ago for a Saul Williams poetry reading. I showed up, and half the people had dreadlocks. And, and then basically the whole crowd was white. And so basically Santa Cruz kind of out-Berkeley, Berkeley. Right. But it's the same thing where Williamsburg sort of out-hipstered even the Mission District in San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
yeah, I was wondering if you could uh, just talk about the inspiration for this because some of my listeners in Edinburgh may not be totally hip to exactly what like our definition of hipster is because in Scotland has a slightly different meaning. Okay, well, um, Hipster Girl is about my experience of when I graduated school, I moved to um, New York for a year in 2006, and I was living in Brooklyn. And I guess the hipster paradigm of New York are the people who listen to indie rock with, you know, the black frame glasses and the, um, like, t-shirts of, like, cereal brands, you know what I mean? And, like, they or American Apparel, they wear American Apparel, and, like, there's just a fascination with kids' games, like like um, kickball and like going back to childhood you know and, and also being everything's ironic and everything sucks and everything is like done subversively you know what I mean and they all live off their parents trust funds so it's like this this whole group of people who are so cool that they're too cool for their own good when they're actually ridiculous and no hipster will admit they're a hipster if you say you're a hipster they'll be like no but I hate hipsters Yeah. So <laughs> it's a really funny place and it's like you know, I, this song is about an actual girl I know, and everything about. And the girl who it's about is the girl who sings on the song, who does the voice on the song. Okay. She's a good sport. Yeah. So, so this is "Hipster Girl" by MC Lars here on Fresh Air, the Alternative. So check this. I just read the Pitchfork review of the new Pavement reissue. Stephen Malcolmus is a genius, but let's face it, he's no Connor Oberst. I'm just saying, it's not 1994 anymore, duh. Did I show you my new miniskirt leggings combo? You know what they say, ugly is the new hot. Shop, bumping indie hip hop, calculator wristwatch, shins t shirt and flip flop, queen of the hipster scene, straight out of Vice magazine, social outcast at 16, but now she lives her boho dream. She came from Omaha to Williamsburg, she loved Karen O and she had heard that Brooklyn was the hipster mecca, packed her bags with her friend Rebecca, said she had a thing for broke dudes in bands who lived by union or by grant, so we went down to the Bedford bar and bought a six dollar PBR. Ezra. Go down Bedford, take a right on Metropolitan, then a right on Union, and then you're here. Just text me when you get here, okay? Hipster girl, cool by the numbers, and she rocks my world. Knows all the indie bands you never heard. She's my hipster girl. She thinks uncool stuff is mad cool. Indie culture's fad rule. But cool stuff is uncool, right? That's why Friday's jewel night. She reads books no one has read, laughs at jokes no one has said. So ironic with her taste, her whole life is cut and paste. It's a metrosexual romance. She wears my shirts and I wear her pants. We play dodgeball, kid sports are cool. Watching Spank Rock at McCarran Park Pool. She's my trust fund baby bohemian. Her vegan hummus keeps it thin. I love my L train girl, it's true. She always goes down on the weekends too. By the way, that pro bush shirt you're wearing is making me really uncomfortable. You may be wearing it ironically, but that doesn't give you the license to be obnoxious. You look like a hardcore fascist redneck.
home makes no sense. Wind inside ponytails get cool your again. Your fist, your bike makes no sense. I've been trying to do that dirty shake thing, you know. Donnie Darko makes no sense. I am so boho right now. L train girls don't make sense. I don't get it. I don't get it. Napoleon Dynamite was funny, but vote for Pedro t-shirts at Walmart? What are they thinking? Walmart is evil. Their healthcare is totally inadequate. Didn't you see the screening of that Robert Greenwald movie at Pete's Candy Store? It was so sad. What is with all these hipsters taking over Williamsburg? DJ Matt Woodard brings to you the exclusive interview with Oakland's MC Lars. Hi, this is DJ Matt Werner. You're listening to Fresh Air, the Alternative, University Edinburgh Student Radio. You were just listening to Hipster Girl by MC Lars. So MC Lars, this song, it, it details a lot. It really showcases a lot of your humor and sort of playfulness. There's a lot of self-ironizing in it. It reminds me a little bit of what the Berkeley author Michael Shaben writes about sort of postmodern literature, about how like living in this sort of postmodern era, we have to hold things with postmodern gloves and tongs of irony. <laughs> and and so like your hipster girl song I thought really sort of touched upon that and also other tracks in your digital gangster LP and then off your latest album but at the same time because I've been following you for for several years now ever since well the radio pet fencing was the first a project of yours that I was familiar with but I've seen you you sort of developed a little bit as as an artist and you know not everything is necessarily you know always playful and facetious but uh, you have this one track off your latest album, 23, about a friend committing suicide. And I thought it was very deep and profound, and it resonated. And I, it seemed a little bit similar to kind of like Ben Fold, some of his stuff, like not the same of how, you know, he also has a lot of kind of funny songs, but then he also has some that are quite profound that really strike you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, you know, wondering if, I don't know if you had anything to talk about with 23. Yeah, well, thank you for um, noticing that song. That song is about my Stanford roommate who killed himself when he was in Berlin because he um, he was gay and he ha he was manic depress depressive and he didn't have his medication with him. And he um, felt really lo lost and lonely. And it was really sad because like he was a good friend of mine, but we didn't know that he was going through so much pain over in Germany because he was so far away. So um, it's a song about what it's like to lose a friend who you really love. And 23 is really young age to kill yourself, you know. So it's a tribute to that. And also I want kids to look for signs of depression and suicidal signs. Because, like, we could have, you know, maybe done something to help them if we'd known what to look for, you know. So that song is about what it feels to lose a friend. And the chorus was written by a guy, this pop singer James Bourne from... Um, the UK, who was in a band called Busted and in a band called Son of Dork, who's pretty well-known. He's written music for the Jonas Brothers, and like he's a great pop songwriter. So to collaborate with him, and then we had this girl, Amy Morello, from a band called Dirty Blonde on Universal, who sang the chorus. So it was just nice to work with some really, really talented people to get that message across. So this is 23 by MC Lars.
I don't sleep, cause sleep is the cousin of death Down the hall, there's a kid that I know He's kinda quirky so I say hello He's so sarcastic but he's always right Working on those problem sets late into the night Mad magazines sit piled by his bed A million brilliant thoughts going all through his head We bike to class in the autumn rain He tells me that he's fine but I know he's in pain Dad, I miss you, dude. It's so hard to say goodbye. And you're a blessed winner. You were tired of the lie. Monoxide in the bathroom, but the door was locked. We were always there for you. You could have called and talked. I felt guilty and alone and so sick when I discovered you did it in Berlin. You just talked to your mother. I guess it was too much. Depression, disillusion, maybe suicide's an answer, but it wasn't the solution. I wish that you One night on El Camino on the bench by the bus stop Hiding from El Nino You told me your secret, I just sat there in shock You couldn't tell your parents, you couldn't break that lock Cognitive dissonance, trapped in your shell Depression and regression made your life a living hell The pain was too intense, the fence too strong to break So you went to Germany, there was too much to take You came back broken hearted, distracted by the dream The worlds collided now, college wasn't what it seemed You went back to Berlin to find yourself once more They broke down the door and found you lying on the floor I took the Amtrak up the coast, your mom met me at the station I went to see your house and photos of your graduation We drove to your grave, your tombstone where you lay Your freshman yearbooks by your bed and your rooms in disarray This is Patrick Wood. What's up, Lars? What's up, Pat? How you doing, man? Good. What do you think of me having my recording equipment take up three quarters of our small room in the Kimball dorm? It's no problem, man. I love you. I love you too, Pat. Thanks, Lars. Pat Wood, hey, that's you. <laughs> This is DJ Matt Werner on Fresh Air The Alternative. You were just listening to 23 by MC Lars. And so the final track we're going to play by MC Lars is Ophelia. And as an English literature student, I've really enjoyed a lot of the, uh, the tracks you have that sort of play with literature. 
you have the one Ahab, which is on Herman Melville's Moby Dick, then also Rat Beth, uh, which is about Shakespeare's Macbeth, and Mr. Raven on Edgar Allan Poe. I'm curious as to you know how you uh, have come to to write these tracks because sort of the you know hip hop and punk scene. I mean there are references to you know Bukowski and authors in certain writing and Hunter S. Thompson and like yeah. punk songs, but very few people have one actually on you know Guinevere or on <laughs> you know Sir Lancelot and you know make a lot of somewhat obscure references into literature. And I'm curious as to how you uh, came to compose Ophelia. That song, it has an interpolation of a song by an Irish band called Therapy, and that song's called Scream Major, and that song I really loved, and, um, I, you know, Hamlet's one of my favorite plays, of course, so I was reading it, and I wanted to tell this, to have a, story, a song where it was a dialogue between Hamlet and Ophelia, and the chorus would be Ophelia, like, telling Hamlet, like, she's sad and lost and depressed and... And it, and it, and so that chorus by therapy really fit the story. And um, lyrics for that are, I've got nothing to do but hang around and get screwed up on you. And so I thought that kind of sums up what Ophelia was feeling. And so I just wrote the lyrics around that chorus and told that Hamlet's talking to Ophelia and she's talking back to him. And then they have a dialogue in the pre-chorus. And then at the end, the angels um, are, are the ones singing to Ophelia at the end about... Um, that she she dies and then they're they're looking over her, and so I just thought it'd be a powerful song. I mean, as for my literature songs, I, as someone who studied it in college, I think it's very important that kids realize that these stories are so eternal. And I'm sure you agree, as someone who studies that stuff, that that it's not something that should die, and it's something that's important. And show, I love it when I loved it when shows like The Simpsons did The Raven for the Halloween special. That is where I first heard about that poem, actually, when I was, like, seven or eight. And, like, I think that music can educate kids. And if it... For me, if, it, if it's, like, if, like, English students come to my show because they know my literature songs and then leave wanting to buy a KRS-One record, that's awesome. And if, like, an old school or, like, an authentic hip-hop fan comes to my show and then leave, leaves wanting to read Melville, that's awesome, too. So I feel like my shows are ways to bring those people together because it's not... Um, I'm so unconcerned about being cool, you know? And I think that's what makes it cool. It makes it punk rock in the sense that, like, these this stuff is really old, but it, it's awesome because there's a lot of life in it. Mm -hmm. A lot of truth that's very, very important today because we're all searching for truth in this very scary times, you know? <laughs> so. Excellent. So yeah. this is Ophelia by MC Lars.
ten lit and I got a tale about madness less than a female Dad's a ghost and he roams the floors, lurks at night in Elsinore Got a pale face just like his paint, normal you know this ain't Something is rotting up in Denmark, a sickness thing My uncle Claudius, his alibi is fishy Suspicions of murder because he's acting hella shit Frailty, thy name is woman cause my mom's on his D a-N-I-S-H, though my dad's ghost tells me Swear, swear, swear To revenge my regicide Body decides me one night under my crown He tries to hide So Hamlet, here's your mission Use your antic disposition Make them think you're crazy Bring justice, fuse the vision Meanwhile, my girl Ophelia is goth as hell Use a razor by her wrist Rocks out to soft sell This girl's got more issues than Amy Winehouse I'm like, get me to a nunnery I'm not trying to find a spouse And she says Shakespeare was dull. My girlfriend took her life, and I'm like, goodness gracious. Her brother wants to duel. Larites is too pugnacious. My uncle dipped the tip of the saber in poison. Dual time. Poison the cup that my mom started enjoying. Dual time. I stabbed with a poison sword. Then I stabbed my girlfriend's brother. And then I stabbed my uncle, and we've all killed each other. To be or not to be, well, I guess that solves that one. And I would have stayed in Wittenberg if I'd known that this would happen. If you're ever up in Denmark on a moonlit night, You'll hear Ophelia's sad song when the full moon's bright Baby, I'm sorry I messed up Good night, my sweet princess May flights of angels sing thee to thy rest And they sing I've got nothing to do But hang around and get screwed up Forget it, though I've got nothing to do But hang around and get screwed up Just let it go Hi, this is Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, and when I'm not driving my state in the ground, I make sure to tune in to the DJ Matt Warner Show, only on Fresh Air, the alternative. 
Hi, this is DJ Matt Warner. You're listening to Fresh Air, The Alternative. You're just listening to Ophelia by MC Lars. And MC Lars' latest album just dropped is called This Gigantic Robot Kills uh, off of Horus Records. So uh, definitely check that out if you get a chance. It's up on iTunes. You can purchase it. And so, MC Lars, before we go, I had a couple questions to ask you. One is, coming from Oakland and in the East Bay, is how do you manage or negotiate, you know, being white, Caucasian, and yet still doing hip-hop. past interview I had was with Ice Life. He's a really dynamic poet, and he has this track called Culture Vultures, which is about how white America reappropriates black culture and essentially commodifies poverty. But at the same time, you seem to stand outside of that in that, I mean, you do have some lines like, am I a cultural thief making hip-hop white? You know, standing in positions similar to somewhat of a crisis that Eminem would reference sometimes in his songs. And then you even have sort of a hyphy parody song, White Kids Aren't Hyphy. But uh, you seem to come more authentic in that coming from a punk, like, ska tradition, the singing in those traditions is sort of a rap. It is like a fast-talking <laughs> style. Yeah. And you come real saying that, you know, you were living with your parents back at home and that, you know, you aren't <laughs> having this sort of uh, over-the-top persona and... Yeah, I was just curious as to how do you negotiate, you know, the racial issues around being a, a Caucasian performer, uh, you know, often doing hip-hop? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I think the the way to not come off as it's like a minstrel show or like aping the culture in a way that's denigrating and is to write, is to really try to be serious in my knowledge of hip-hop and be a real student of it and know about the old school records and know about the history and be very informed about all that stuff because otherwise you come off as a cultural tourist and this genre that I've been linked into in the past few years, Nerdcore, is a um, is something that is legitimate because there are a lot of good there are a lot of good like rappers in it who are very talented and very cool but at the same time like that genre kinda has a, a, a parody element to it that I try to stay away from. So I think What's important is just like, at the end of the day, I'm just writing songs, you know? I'm right, it's like taking my my music theory and guitar playing and turning it into a hip hop thing and doing it in a way where I'm writing, a, like, This Gigantic Robot Kills is, is a hip hop record, but if you go to the store, you, you it, there's a 50 50 chance of whether you find it in the rap or the rock section. And I think that with labeling, people sometimes call what I do a rock thing because of the racial part of it and that makes it like bloodhound gang where it's like oh, okay well it's just funny you know it's just like dance rock hip-hop music which is which is which you could say it is but it's it's um just so many things that it's hard to label it so i think in other words like i deal with the racial question by being knowledgeable of hip-hop culture and trying to teach people and and i love that you know it's a predominantly white audience but there, it's not exclusively a white audience who come to my shows. There are people of all races who come, and I think that's what's great about hip-hop is it's so universal. It's got mm-hmm. the power to unite everyone, and I think that's what, at the end of the day, that's what my music does, and that makes me happy. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, it's a similar style as to George Watsky. He's the talented uh, white uh, kind of like hip-hop performer. Um, but yeah, but it, sometimes some people... Uh, may take it as more of a like Andy Samberg Lonely Island type of thing, and he's also from Berkeley. Those guys. Oh, yeah. UC Berkeley. Uh, no, they oh. went to Willard Junior High. Yeah, they grew oh. up in Berkeley. Andy Samberg and all them. They're a bit older. They're in their uh, late twenties, early thirties. 
Yeah, I honestly I don't think they're that funny. Yeah, I don't really get it. Yeah, I mean it's 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 all pair. It's a comedy. It's comedy, yeah. and yeah. I guess they're really good performers and they're clever. But in terms of music, it doesn't hit me. You know what I mean? I'm on a boat. It's a deep message. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's just because you know that Justin Timberlake's backing, and so that that helps. But yeah, what you're talking about is that you do come more authentic. Where nerdcore is about posturing, and it was a similar thing with, uh, well, when I was researching for my Talib Kweli interview, I looked up every interview he'd done in the, the past year, and almost every internet forum had comments saying how authentic he was, how real he came. And that's what I feel that, that's what people look for, is authenticity. You know, they aren't looking for uh, people overdoing the auto-tune, you right. know, where... Uh, right, right. And so we, we touched upon this a little bit earlier, but this will be the final question I'll ask you. Um... Uh, we talked about it a little bit uh, when discussing download the song, but it's you know how do you negotiate uh, your position uh, in the music industry and ultimately how do you define success? Um, for me, success comes from if you're happy and if if I'm playing shows and if I'm making enough money to survive off my music, it's great, you know. And that's kind of in the past year or so that's where I've been, and that's been really cool. Like I would love it if if this gigantic robot kills like took off and went platinum it would be surprising but it would be really cool because it would mean that people want to listen to music that maybe has more thought put into it that's less genre specific and more fun you know and more um kind of maybe more real than the t-pain stuff or nickelback and um so but 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 that's never the goal the goal for me has always been like just to 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 tell people the truth and to put on a great show so when they go home they feel inspired and want to make their own music and Jello Biafra had a quote on his No More Cocoons record he says um, his spoken word album his first one he said anyone could have made this record now go do your own and all my favorite artists are the ones who have made me realize that I could do it myself you know that that kids should, are taught to consume and to obey and to stand in line but really the real truth and the real essential thing they need to do is to create and and not just be on MySpace clicking adding friends to get their band big they need to learn how to create amazing music you know and that's like the end of the day I'm successful if kids have come to the show and been inspired and made music and sent it to me and that music is cool you know what I mean mm -hmm. and at the end of the day that's what success is is inspiring the next generation because there's this tendency towards entropy and this tendency towards banality and decay, and that's not that's what I fight against. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's success for me, inspiration. And I think you've been emblematic of that just with a uh, a laptop and a microphone. You've been able to you know uh, engage uh, with the music world, try and you know blend and merge you know different hybrid genres, in that you are setting an example for others to follow and to even even experiment even more because with the whole digital revolution and with music uh, just with the simple programs I have on my laptop you know it's quite amazing what you can do even with freeware programs and so yeah yeah there is quite a yeah it is a really an amazing future there's a lot of possibility and especially with places like YouTube and MySpace where you just have you know worldwide distribution instantly yeah it's a very exciting time man yeah it's so really cool. yeah so MC Lars thank you so much for taking time out and so if people want to follow more about your tours, um, what website should they go to? Um, mclars.com or nerdcoretour.com. I bought that domain. 
So, so both of those have my tour dates. Or myspace.com slash mclarts has all my tour dates. That's great. And then again, uh, your latest record is called This Gigantic Robot Kills. Uh, you can find it on iTunes or Amazon.com. Thank you so much. Thank you. You are listening to the one, the only, the DJ Matt Werner. Hi, this is former President of the United States, George W. Bush. And now that I'm out in retirement at the ranch, whenever I'm clearing brush, I make sure to tune in to the DJ Matt Werner Show, only on Fresh Air, the alternative. <laughs> Hi, this is DJ Matt Werner. You were just listening to my exclusive interview with MC Lars at the Cat House in Glasgow. Up next, you'll hear a couple tracks by MC Lars that I'll play out. And in studio, we are joined by Rachel. Uh, Rachel, please introduce the next track. The next track is Signing Emo by MC Lars. Once upon a time in the city of Los Angeles. Marty, Marty, listen to me. Bring me something the kids will cry for. Get out there and get us stoked. Meet Marty, major label A&R scout. 40 years old, gut hanging out. Red Ferrari Marty, living in LA. Bumps another line to get through the day. Dumped by his girl, he paid for her liposuction. His friends call him money in his introduction. And Marty knows nothing but claims to know it all. Lose a flat screen TV if he drops the ball. You're as good as your last hit, find the next big thing. If he doesn't bring the bling, his cell phone won't ring. What's the trend, what's new, what's a label scout to do? Office Life Marty, 11.32 The label press calls and yells Sign more emo How about Screamo? If it's L-Sign Nemo, we're down 2% And BMG knows my daughter likes dashboards So get me one of those He checks AP Net, the scout and more Yelling band names to his assistant through the door The kids will like this, who cares if it's great? So he signs a band called Hearts That Hate Marty, we've got a hit! Marty goes to the show Up in the club and here we go Marty sees a girl in a simple plan shirt With a census fail boy Ha, that'll never work He finds his label friends in the corner of the huddle An emo cattle auction, they penetrate the bubble They talk about victory and signing TBS Dissing the same bands they just tried to impress So the lights go down, the crowd starts to scream Hearts that hate have hit the scene Blake on vocals and lead guitar He does a backflip, look how different we are They show up at the studio to record it A TRL, Billboard, Modern Rock hit they auto-tune Blake, but he can't tell He says, I've got perfect pitch Damn, I sing well Pro Tools logic, cut, copy, paste Quantized solos and quantized bass Signed, sealed, delivered, and sent Across the U.S. and the single went Builds, but it all caves in. Industrial comes back. The Prez needs an in. Marty finds a band called Fetal Coil. And hearts that hate try to keep their fans loyal. They rework this sound for album number two as machines of hate, but their career is through. They break up and work pushing mops and broom. Blake gives guitar lessons in his living room. Blake gives guitar lessons in his living room. Blake gives guitar lessons in his living room. Can you teach me track five, Mr. Blake? Hey, I wrote that song and it goes like this.
This is former President of the United States, Bill Clinton. And I must say, I do not listen to mainstream radio. I listen to the DJ Matt Werner Show, only on Fresh Air. Hi, this is DJ Matt Werner. You're listening to Fresh Air The Alternative. You were just listening to Signing Emo by MC Lars, and that is an emo parody song. And we're very privileged today to have the Queen of England with us in studio today to introduce the next track. Here she is. For your delectation, one will be playing the final track on the DJ Matt Werner show. It's White Kids and Hyphy by the DJ Khaled Remix by MC Lars. Hmm. DJ Matt Werner, Scotland's premier and only hyphy DJ. DJ, 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 Got kicked out of slims like a week ago front row with the anti-con show and everyone i know says i'm taking my chances cruising through oakland bumping st francis san jose rappers said they don't want to hear angry emo raps by idea and atmosphere the hippies out in berkeley tell me i should stop ghost riding my volvo wearing birkenstocks so i took my dad's lexus into town for a spin surprise i'm back at home with some 18 inch rims up at live 105 jumping on air and set stop playing mickey avalon his concepts are a mess cracks a million did this beat now he's calling on the phone drink too much hype
Hi, this is DJ Matt Werner. Thanks so much for listening to my exclusive interview with MC Lars. You can catch this and other podcasts of my past shows at mattswriting.com. That's M-A-T-T-S-W-R-I-T-I-N-G.com. You are listening to Fresh Air, The Alternative, University of Edinburgh Student Radio. Thank you, and good night. Hi, this is Dr. Phil. And when I'm not helping people with my sound Southern advice, I make sure to tune in to the DJ Matt Warner Show, only on Fresh Air, The Alternative.